0: Today's reading is Acts 27. You'll notice in this passage, uh, Paul's shipwreck, the we pronoun being used here uh, because Luke, the author of Acts, Uh, Was there at the time and what we see here uh, is a crazy account of this shipwreck Which you can read yourself Uh, and what we're talking about for food really begins in verse 33 But you need to read the context to understand it Um, These soldiers that are on the ship and they think they're about to die uh, and they are so concerned that um, They're not even eating Uh, They have for 14 days not eaten and the funny thing is they had food. So they have food but they're not eating it. Why? Because they are fearing for their lives. Now I hope you can see the irony in this that they are afraid of their they're so afraid they're going to die that they're starving themselves. I think that perhaps there's also an element here where they are worried about whether they will survive if they can somehow even find a way to shipwreck themselves. And Paul is encouraging them, eat because God is protecting them. Now, this protection of uh, earthly life is not something that we all have, right? But at the same time, the protection of life, uh, eternal life, is something that we all do have. And what Paul is encouraging them to do is to then eat in the moment and take care of their earthly life now, knowing that God has plans and purposes for them. I think a funny thing is that when uh, the ship does go uh, aground, it says that its stern was broken up by the surf. That means like the body of the ship was broken up. So whatever food that they thought that they were gonna save, they are not going to save. That their, Whatever food was on the ship is gone. Um, and there is this thought of you know when we understand god's eternal salvation and his plans and his purpose what does that yield in our enjoyment or even just our participation of the things of today there's that famous phrase carpe diem right seize the day which comes from a nihilistic perspective which is there's no there's nothing in the future so just live for today uh and that's not what we as christians um should do but at the same time you know i think a lot of uh People in different Christian cultural contexts get really, really caught up in everything being for the future. That I'm going to um, not enjoy anything today. That I'm going to uh, do a lot of things uh, purely because of heaven. I mean, there are bunches of cults and sects that are uh, built around this. Hey, you know, give all your money and do all of these things now, just because uh, in the future you'll have something. And we can contemplate um, the fear of these soldiers. Uh, we can see what it Paul's understanding of the angel of the Lord that comes to him. Granted, even in this, because Paul must stand before Caesar, where he's going to then be executed. So, what does our enjoyment of today, the food that we eat? You know, we talked about poverty yesterday, um, and how do we enjoy a good meal, a good expensive meal today, while also understanding our plans and purposes for the future and the poor around the world? How do we live for those things of the future, and yet also understand God's providence and protection today? Um, and they are brought safely to the to land because, not because God will save everybody from physical disaster, but because he had a plan and purpose for Paul. And as long as we are alive, to understand God's plans and purposes, and then to rely on his protection, but also to enjoy his providence, um, give us this day our daily bread, I think is also a thanksgiving, right? Not just a request, but to understand that God gives us today um, to enjoy, but also to prepare for the future.